Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. Have you ever been overwhelmed by life? I'm not talking about being overwhelmed at work or school or all these things that you need to get done and you're just busy, busy, busy. I'm talking about the idea that life can be too much sometimes. Now, I started thinking that when I was doing the podcast. I'm teaching at the University of Winnipeg Pace Program. I'm happy to be an instructor teaching Zumba. I thought I had everything mapped out in terms of my responsibilities, my schedule, and it was working for a while. But I found that the overwhelm started to creep up to me. So it wasn't like all of a sudden I woke up one day and it's like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. It was very, very insidious. It was sneaking up on me without my being aware of it. And it was very gradual in the sense that I started feeling more tired, I guess, because I was spending a lot of time at the computer and working on things. And because I started back in person teaching Zumba because before, during the pandemic, I was teaching online. And so it was nothing for me to, oh, you know, it's 4.30, I'm going to change into my clothes, put on some shoes, go downstairs, teach my one-hour class, go upstairs, have dinner, and then relax for the rest of the evening. But no, going back in person required me to make sure that everything was charged, my speaker, my iPod make sure that I had everything in my bag, that I was ready to go, make sure that I left well enough in time so that I wasn't bogged down by the traffic because I was teaching five o'clock. So rush hour traffic basically starts anywhere from around three, three thirty. And so sometimes it can be a bit of a gridlock on the streets. And so in order for me to get there on time, I have to make sure that I'm planning out my day. And then I'm teaching for an hour and then coming home and trying to de-stress. And then I'm eating supper and eating supper a little bit later than I want to, but I don't want to eat before I go. And so that's a, that's a choice that I make. But 
In addition to the Zumba, I'm also back teaching in person at the university and teaching full days. So I'm teaching nine to four full days. Now, don't get me wrong. I love teaching back in person. There's nothing like sharing your energy and connecting with people when you're teaching in person. And it was such a relief after being on Zoom for almost two years, you know, looking at all the little black boxes. You don't get a lot of energy when you are looking at a computer screen. And so you're forcing yourself to put that energy out there. But back to being in person, it's a full day. It requires a lot of prep. So before, similar to my Zimba classes, I would throw on something, you know, because it didn't matter what I was wearing underneath because it was just the top half of myself. Going downstairs, teaching my course, grabbing coffee, didn't have to drive anywhere. I mean, I still had to prep for my classes, but that was it. Now, back in person, I needed to make sure that I had everything that I needed for the day because I wasn't coming home during the day. I had to make sure that I had my lunch packed. I had all my stuff. I had my USB with all my schoolwork. Anything that I needed for the day, I had to make sure that I had it packed. And because I was back in person, I needed to dress a little bit more professionally. So that meant making sure that I was dressed for the day, wearing makeup, making sure that I was ready to go. And I wanted to present myself as a professional instructor. So that meant prep. That also meant leaving the house in enough time to make it to downtown and make it in time for me to teach. And then, of course, class is over at four. And if I'm teaching Zumba that night, that meant rushing home, quickly changing, grabbing my stuff, out the door, teaching Zumba. So it was a full day. And as I mentioned, I was handling this for a while, and I thought I had it all laid out. And again, it started to really creep up. And I started feeling tired, as I mentioned, and feeling a little frustrated, and always feeling that I was behind the eight ball, always trying to catch up, always feeling that I was not getting things done. I was feeling rushed. And it was interesting because my friend Lori is an athletic therapist. And I've been seeing Lori now, oh my goodness, for a number of years. And, you know, my husband goes to see Lori and my daughter when she was playing soccer. You know, Lori was the athletic therapist for the soccer team. So they know Lori. Anyway, I was at my computer one day and my phone rang and I picked it up and it's Lori. And she said, Are you on your way? And I said, on my way where? (laughs) And she said, you have an appointment. It's two o'clock today. And it was 10 after two. And it's like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, Lori. Uh, You know what? Uh, I'm going to quickly just grab my stuff and, and I'll be there as soon as I can. And so I hung up, went upstairs, grabbed my stuff, ran out the door. I managed to get there, I think in 10 minutes, which is pretty incredible because it's actually more like a 15, 20 minute drive, but you know, maybe there was some speeding involved, but I made it to Lori's 
And I couldn't believe that I had completely blocked out that I had this appointment with her because I wrote it in my calendar. I had it on my phone. And because I was so caught up with everything that I was doing, I actually felt that I was out of control at that moment. And what's interesting about feeling out of control and feeling that your life is just overwhelming you is that something had to give. Now, I love reading. I mentioned that in a previous episode that I love reading books and I've been going to the library ever since I was a little girl. Now, I love putting books on hold. So if there's a book that I'm interested in, I'll go online and I'll put it on hold and I'm happy to go and pick it up. And so I've got a book to read that I don't necessarily have to buy. And so when I got home that day, there was an email it's, it's an automatic email that the library sends you to say that, you know, this book is on hold for you and you have until, you know, such and such a date to pick it up. The book that had come in that I had requested is called Rise, Sister, Rise. It's by Rebecca Campbell, and it's a guide to unleashing the wise, wild woman within. Now, why I wanted this particular book is that In May, I attended the Made to Grow conference, and my friend Laura McLeod was reading an excerpt from this book as the inspiration for the beginning of the conference. And I remember sitting at the table and listening to her read from this book. And I remember feeling this sense of emotion. And I can't quite describe what it was. It wasn't sadness. It wasn't happiness. It wasn't any of that. It was just a sense of that it touched me deeply and I wanted to know more about it. And so that's when I put in the request at the library to get the book. So now I get this email that the book is available for me to pick up. And so the next day I went to the library and I picked up the book. And that night I ran a bath because I find that when I'm in water, whether it's a bath or I'm at the beach or I'm in the water, I feel the sense of calmness because water is a way to recharge my batteries. It's cleansing. It's like a conduit where it cleanses all the negative energy. And I know that when I am having a bath, it really relaxes me. And I know that aside from the situation I'm just telling you about, that when I'm feeling a little stressed, a little tired, a little frustrated, you know, I'm snapping at people, you know, especially my husband, you know, poor guy, he's not doing anything wrong, but I'm just snapping at him. And that's usually a cue for me that I need to have a bath. Or he'll say, you know what, I think you need to have a bath. (laughs) And then I do, and then I feel better. So that night I ran a bath And I'm in the bath and I start reading this book. And I think I got to, I want to say, I can't remember what chapter, I think it was maybe chapter two or three, where she's asking in the book, what can you let go? What is taking up your time? Where can you make space? And it hit me like the proverbial ton of bricks that I wasn't making space for myself. 
because I was so caught up in trying to make things work for myself. And what I was doing is I was actually making more work than I needed to. And so in that moment, I realized I had to make a change. And what's interesting about the book is that when I read that, I actually closed the book and I put it down because (laughs) I was scared to read anymore because it impacted me so much. And so I knew I had to make a change. Now, I couldn't change doing my podcast because that's very important to me. So that was number one. Number two, I didn't want to stop teaching at the university because I had been doing it. I've been doing it now for five years, which is amazing to think about it. But I so enjoy that because I love making a difference. I love connecting with the students. I love sharing my knowledge and my expertise. I really feel that I found a calling in being a teacher. And so I wouldn't say that's number two. It's probably tied with podcasting. So podcast and teaching definitely are part of my life. So let's talk about Zumba. Now, I love Zumba. I've been teaching now for 12 and a half years. And when I'm doing it, it makes me happy, you know, dancing and, you know, just enjoying the music and just feeling that it's a release from life. It's that one hour where I'm moving my body and enjoying the music and just having fun. But truth to be told, I wasn't having as much fun with it because I wasn't really enjoying it. It wasn't that release for me anymore. It was more work. I had to actually work at doing it. And even the online classes, which, you know, I go downstairs and do it, I found that it was interrupting (laughs) my day because I'd be in the middle of doing something. It's like, oh shoot, I've got to stop. I've got to go get ready for Zumba. And so I remember I was subbing for a class because I was teaching a couple of classes during the day for a seniors association. And I knew that the session was going to be ending soon. And I knew that there were, I think, two more sessions left. And as I finished that one session and I was heading home, I said to myself, oh, I only have two more sessions to go. And then I stopped and I thought to myself, I only have two more sessions to go. That made me sit up and realize that, you know what? That's what I have to let go. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Now, again, as much as I love doing Zumba and I love, you know, moving and so on, it just wasn't serving me right now. It was taking more of my energy to do it than the energy that I was getting from doing it. And so I I knew that I needed to fulfill completing the classes that I had left, but I made a decision that I was taking the summer off. So no Zumba classes during the summer. 
And that even meant the online classes. I was taking a complete break. Well, for one thing, during the summer, people are not really out doing Zumba. I mean, if you had a choice between being out in the garden or going for a walk or going to the beach or going for brunch or being outside versus you're inside with no air conditioning (laughs) and you're doing Zumba. I mean, I'd rather be outside, tell the truth. And so that was a decision I made. And as soon as I made that decision, I knew it was the right one. You know how you, you make that decision. It's something that you're wrestling with, but as soon as you do it, you feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. And getting back to the making space, when I read that, the week after I read that in the Rise Sister Rise book, I started seeing it everywhere. I would open an email from someone, some random person, and I would see it. Somebody would be talking about things and they would say it. And I was seeing it everywhere. And I firmly believe that the universe sends you signs. And that was a sign that was, you know, pay attention. (laughs) You need to do something. You need to make space for yourself. And I'm glad I did because even though I am going to miss doing it, that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop exercising. What it means is that if I need a break, between doing the podcast and teaching and and marking assignments and prep and whatnot, I can go for a walk. I can do something on my own during my time, not necessarily on someone else's time. And so feeling that overwhelm is not a good feeling. I don't like feeling stressed. I don't like feeling rushed or frustrated or not sleeping at night because my brain is like a hamster in a cage and it's going round and round and round. And I'm thinking, how am I going to handle everything? And I don't like snapping at people. I don't like feeling any negativity. I don't like feeling that I'm yelling because I don't know how to handle my frustration. So I'm yelling at people and I don't like doing it. I like feeling more positive and optimistic and, you know, waking up in the morning and thinking about what a wonderful day I'm going to have. And even coffee wasn't helping. <laughs> Whenever I'm feeling down and, you know, a little low in energy or I'm feeling tired, you know, coffee always perks me up. And I found I wasn't enjoying it as much. You know, I was drinking it and still, I mean, I love coffee, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't, it was more of, okay, I need to drink that coffee because I, I, I need to get that energy because I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to. And I don't need to do anything anymore. Because the beauty of being retired, or in a sense, working for yourself, being an entrepreneur, is that you can set your own hours. You can set your own time. You can make decisions on what you want to do. Doing the podcast, I book interviews for people that works best for them. And so I work around their schedule. And now that I've freed up some energy, I can record whenever I feel like not oh, I've got to get it done because, you know, I don't have anything done. It's got last minute and I've got to get it done. It's like, no, I can take my time. I can schedule it whenever I want, when it works best for me. And the same thing with the university classes. If my schedule is too much and they're offering me a class and it doesn't work for me, guess what? I can say no, just no. No, I'm sorry. I can't do it right now. It doesn't work with my schedule. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's getting back to making 
space, making time, putting yourself first. And I wasn't doing that. I know the podcast, I was doing it for me and and it's been such a wonderful journey. And every time I'm doing a recording, every time I'm interviewing someone, it just gives me such a sense of joy. And when I get feedback from people, how much they're enjoying it, I know that I'm doing what I'm meant to do. When I get comments from my students, how much they enjoy my classes, how much they are learning from me, and I see the growth. You know, even running into my students from previous classes, there's hugs and, you know, hi, Jenny, it's so nice to see you. What are you doing? Let's go for coffee. And it just gives me that sense of, again, joy and knowing that I've made a difference in their lives. And so I can't give that up. I just can't. And now when fall comes around and it's time to go back to doing Zumba, I may need to rethink how much I'm doing because I was actually doing quite a bit and I need to examine whether it is as important to me as it once was. And maybe I need to perhaps cut it back to maybe a couple of days or see what happens. Maybe I need to take a longer break and see where my life is going to go. Because the other most important person in my life is my granddaughter, Lenny. And if grandma doesn't have time for her and grandma doesn't have energy for her, then there's something wrong with the world, (laughs) you know? So I need to make sure that I'm there for Lenny, that I'm making space for her, that I'm making time for her. Because when I'm with her, it gives me such a sense of joy and happiness and knowing how much she loves me. And she knows I love her. I love her to bits. I would do anything for that little girl. And so the best thing that I did for myself, it's probably the best thing that I've done for myself in a long time, is listening to the universe that gave me that book that led me to realize that I needed to make space and hold space and hold time for myself. And so until next time, think about where you are making space for yourself. How are you holding space for yourself? What are your priorities? What are the things that are the most important to you? And make sure that you put yourself first. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.